Yo. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. So free yourself for safe space for your concerns. We got things to learn, habits to unlearn. Always deconstructing and reconstructing. Can you see the beauty that's in destruction? If there's an end, the new beginning's coming. Nothing yeah. comes easy, does yeah. it? You gotta really want yeah. Soft words and harsh truths. You got issues, I got issues, we all do. Good evening, and welcome to Unhinged While Anchored. I am your host, Goddess. And tonight is going to be a little bit different as it's going to be a special. And tonight we're going to be unmasking the demon. When I first came up with the concept for this show, it was going to be a shared experience between Dimitri and I. We were going to talk about the uniqueness of our relationship and the level of connectivity that we were able to experience while being together. However, him and I are in two different levels of understanding of what we experienced, and it could have ended up being a ratings show, which would have taken away from the unique specialness of the connection that him and I had. And then I was going to sit with Eric from Random Thoughts with Eric G, because he's been with me this whole time. He's been a true support to me behind the scenes as I navigated this new space that I find myself in. But that didn't feel right either. This experience is mine. And that's really where I've come to an understanding. This whole experience I've been through with Dimitri and beyond is really a cat of, it's just a space in which I've been able to learn lessons and really appreciate who I am and the level of understanding that I can give to somebody, even if it means that I'm going to sacrifice my own needs, my own wants. I have the ability to place myself to the side when I've recognized that somebody may need my love more than I need it or more than I need love in return. I have the ability to see things from many different angles. As much as that sounds like it would be a benefit, it actually is a curse. It makes coming to a firm decision really difficult because I can see other people's points. And so when I try to share my views, I will coward away from confrontation or I used to, because I never want to upset anybody. I never want to hurt their feelings. I never want to make them feel any kind of way outside of accepted because I've been fighting so long to feel that myself. And every time I feel like I'm close to finding somebody who is going to understand me completely, they meet me and immediately start trying to change me. Sometimes that doesn't work out too well. There's only been one person that's been able to actually tell me what to do. And it's because of who I am. I require such a level of strength in order to share space with somebody on an intimate level because I finally understand what true intimacy is. It's not something that I want to just share with some random person. It has to be with somebody with intention. It has to be with somebody that I have this vision that we're going to be together for an extended amount of time. I no longer want to be seen for my body. And recently, it was used against me. Not in a truly malice way. However, it was significant enough that it impacted my personal life and cost me something that I truly valued. If that 
was meant for me, it'll find its way back. And I believe that. I just don't like the intentional manipulations of outside forces. That seems to be something that happens often though. What makes me special? Absolutely nothing and everything at the same time. I'm willing to go into battle with the man that I choose as my protector, as my leader. I willingly submit to a man I feel worthy of that honor, but that's not something that I can just give to anybody. I'm not gonna sit in a room and allow you to disrespect me because you're a man. That doesn't give you any kind of power. In fact, in many of those situations, I see those men as weak. You exerting power over a woman or anybody is not attractive. It's not giving you any kind of power or authority. And it's not making me appreciate your viewpoints anymore. If you are constantly spending your time telling everybody else who you are, after a certain amount of time, I begin to realize that you're trying to convince yourself more than you're trying to convince other people. We all have purpose. We all have a mission. And recently, when I was on the podcast with Opulence Radio, and we set the world record for the longest podcast, I had somebody tell me that I intentionally am combative. At the time, I was, I was offended by that comment because in no way was that my intention. I truly believe what I speak on. And then once I was removed from the situation a bit, they were right. I am going to appear to be confrontational because my views are outside of societal norms. I no longer wish to subscribe to this rhetoric that we have to follow a certain rule set in order to be seen as successful. Your visions of success have nothing to do with mine. I would gladly trade places if you'd like. However, I don't think that you would want that. The way that my life challenges me on a daily basis. To be confronted with synchronicities that lead you to think about people you shouldn't be thinking about. That you feel you shouldn't be thinking about. However, it's all significant. And then you start paying attention to it. And so if a certain video pops up out of nowhere and it triggers a memory about somebody that I love, I'm paying attention because they're either thinking of me in that moment or they're about to make an entrance again into my life. I was given the greatest gift recently and it was being able to see myself through somebody else's eyes. The way they saw me, nobody's ever done that before. And they meant it. And they encouraged me to go into spaces where my voice was gonna be different and learn how to control my emotions. Because once my emotions became involved, I would lose my argument and I would take it into a personal space where it didn't need to be. I was given the information to be a stronger compassion warrior. And every day I got a little better. And I was so proud of myself. My vernacular was changing. I was standing more firm in my beliefs. Even if somebody told me I was wrong, I would be upset but not to the point where I was taking it personal. 
And I just couldn't wait for this to be seen. And it never got to be seen. Life made sure that there was a series of events to push that from happening. And even though I recognize that it's intentional and it's a lesson and there's more to it, because as soon as I feel like I'm not going to have anybody to talk to, spirit ensures that somebody comes into my life. So I have somebody to talk to. I am not normal. I'm going to cry all the time because that's my superpower. It's not a weakness like others have made it out to be. When I sit and I go into full emotions and I am just a blubbering, full pity party, just in my emotions, once I come out of those, I have clarity. I've got an idea. I've got a goal. Why would I take that away? Because other people see it as wrong. I have made many mistakes over the last two years. And I am pretty sure my bestest is gonna hear this podcast. And I want you to know I'm sorry. I truly apologize for the way that I've been behaving. It was necessary though, it's not an excuse. It was necessary. I needed to step away from everybody in order to put myself first. And the outside of parents, you'd see me posting on social media and you see this image that I'm presenting of this person who is encouraging others and then I started to feel like my messages were false. Because how can you be happy every day? That's unrealistic. Life happens. People upset you. Your car breaks down. Your car gets taken. You have to fight just to pay your bills or put food on the table. And you have to hear your kids crying because you have to wait until morning to get them the food that they need. It's hard and it's unrealistic to place that burden on anybody and tell them to be positive all the time. Can you take a bad situation and find a positive in it? Absolutely. But you have to go through the bad situation. You have to sit in those emotions. You can't run from them. And that is what so many people do. And now there's this big push for everybody to go to therapy. And I encourage everybody to find what works for them, whether it's sitting with somebody in a room, sitting on a pool deck with your friends, listening to music as you drink pina coladas. Therapy is what you need and how you need it to be. Therapy is not always about uncovering past traumas and unpacking everything. A lot of people aren't carrying baggage. So why would they need to sit down on the couch to unravel something? They're, they're suffering just today, just in the present, because there's a group of people who don't know how to process big emotions. If somebody asks you a question and you don't answer it, they get offended. If it's my personal business, I have the right to say no. One of the strongest people I know says, my page is public, not my life. And I've never understood that until people made it their mission to invade my life. And they cost me. But that's okay. It's all with intention. Who I am today is not who I was even two weeks ago. 
two hours ago. I am constantly changing because I want to be the best version of myself that I possibly can, which means I'm going to have to make a lot of sacrifices. However, when it comes to a man talking to me, there's rules. Just You don't just get to walk in and be everything for me. Not anymore. People abuse that. They will not consider your feelings as they're processing their own. And even though I have a big enough understanding that I can accept and appreciate the why, it doesn't take away the hurt of watching somebody ignore your messages or just emoji react to a message or not respond at all. Especially when you are not trying to request every moment of their day just to be included in a small part of it. I put myself into situations that others would never. And I sit there and I cry and I dislike every single moment of it. And I will continue to do that because I want to be made uncomfortable so I can learn to be better. I have never in my life appreciated somebody giving me rules. And not rules as in don't do this or this is going to happen. Just helping me to establish boundaries for myself. Because ultimately, it's all about me. This is my life. I have not been good since Andre died. I have been emotionally paralyzed to the point that there's days that I couldn't even get up off this chair. I just sat here. And I'm not ashamed of that. Because I had to go through it. I've never been on my own before. I have never been outside of a relationship. I met my ex-husband in 2000. We divorced in 2009. I met my Buka in 2008, and we were together till 2011, and I was with Andre in 2012. There's a lot of, it was just very small windows of time. I've never been single since 2000. That's 24 years. I can pretend. However, when people place more importance on a, a relationship than I do, there's a conflict. When outside influences take away probably one of the strongest friendships I had at the time that I thought was strong. It's not the same. I don't even know that I'm making sense in this podcast right now. I just know that I have spent the last few weeks in the darkest of spaces. I have often spoken out loud of my thoughts wanting to unalive myself. I allowed myself to have those thoughts, even while knowing I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I have too many people that depend on me. I have too much more to do, but I'd be lying to say that I didn't think about it. I felt like such a failure. like a bad mom, a bad friend. I got into a fight with my family and 
now we don't even talk. I can't fault them though. We're different. I'm different. And what they see is important, I don't. I reached out just for comfort. But none of us were shown that. So I can't really expect them to understand what it is that I'm needing, especially as it relates to me, because sometimes I don't even know what I need. There's some nights that I want to call Dimitri and ask him to come over just to hold me. Because I miss him. And then there's nights that I'm missing other things. And it's a confusing space to be in because it makes me look fickle as if I can't, I'll just take whatever's given to me. And it's not that at all. Love is something you, it just is. Love just is, you can't fall in love. As much as we like to talk about falling in love, excuse me, we don't fall in love. You can't fall in love. Love just is. And so my love, since I met Dimitri, has changed where I can actually connect to the person. And I don't get a choice. It just happens. The connection just happens. I of course have a choice. But it's so ridiculous and hard to explain what exactly happens. How do you explain that when Dimitri got sick, I caught his fever? I fell ill, laid on the bedroom floor and slept there almost all night because he had called me and told me he was sick. I woke up in the morning and I was perfectly fine. Till he texted me, right before he texted me. I knew he was awake because my symptoms returned. I know how that sounds. It's reality for me though. I'm clairsentient. I feel. And Dimitri opened a piece of me that had been closed off. And it was important. And then the next piece came in. And I really liked that next piece. <laughs> it just, everything was just too much too soon. Time, dot, 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 is important. And where I'm at right now, even though my reality bespeaks a lot of hardship and pain, I don't feel it. For the first time in, I can't even begin to express how long. I don't feel overwhelmed inside. In the mornings when I wake up, I'm not sure if it's carryover from dreams or if it's just the way that I process now, but I cry, I sob, I feel sorry for myself. And then I write myself and I get on Instagram and I see who's live and I just start my day. It's healthy for me. 
that may not be healthy for other people. I've talked about a compassion warrior and I really have been working and doing research on what I feel that is. And let me tell you, I am not going to sugarcoat things. Compassion doesn't mean that I'm going to baby somebody or coddle them or placate to their emotions because ultimately their emotions are their own. We need to hear the truth. And we are a society of putting batteries in people's backs when they should not be there. Like for some of these rappers and these singers, they're awful. They should go home. But we don't say that because that's not nice. And I say that knowing that I don't like me. I have been presented with a lot of representations of evil that aren't evil at all. They're just mean, inconsiderate and mean. That's not evil. That's not to take away from any kind of anything that's ever happened. It's just a true feeling that I carry in this moment. There is a lot more narcissistic personality traits that are becoming more apparent as people are living in their ego. The reason Dimitri and I didn't work, I don't even want to say that because I don't know that the story is over. He has an ego. He can't see what he's doing, only what's happening to him. And I would support him because I understand that a lot of men need support. And sometimes it's not gonna make sense to me, but it wasn't for me to be, for it to be made sense of. I just wanted to be there for him. And he wouldn't let me. Which is why I know that I'm the demon. Love is my demon. I've been searching for it ever since my dad told me I didn't exist. And it's really daunting when people aren't willing to put the effort in. A simple text message, a call, a meme, a TikTok video, any kind of anything to let the other person know that you're thinking of them. I feel silly sometimes with the amount of attention I want from somebody who is expressing an interest in me. And it's because it, it can be seen as unhealthy. I'm clairsentient though. So if you're not calling me or texting me, I don't feel it, which then, open up, then opens up room for me to have doubt. And then once I start having doubt, then I start questioning everything. And then I start noticing everything. And that's when I start to recognize where the ego has come into play. Because if you truly care about somebody, you ask them how they're doing. Especially if you know they're in a bad situation. If you can't pull yourself out of your own emotions and your own situation, then it's time for hibernation. It's time for you to withdraw a little bit until you can interact appropriately. We should never 
hurt people for sport. And unfortunately, that's what we're doing. We are quick to talk about people, tell them that they are fat and ugly. And that's why your mama's cousin's uncle's goat smoke cigarettes. I, I don't know. Um, some of these insults are ridiculous. But the need for tea far supersedes any decent humanity. I was tied to a rumor that I was a sex worker. The heart. And I'm pretty sure I've said that already in this podcast. But it really bothered me. Twofold, it bothered me. Because nobody stood up to defend me. It was just laughed at. The person who should have defended me didn't. then I lost out on it too. And it doesn't help that I have very visual ideas. And so even though I've taken the steps to avoid any kind of conflict, I don't know how to turn my brain off. I try to distract myself. I've taken on a hobby. I'm doing some volunteer work for um, a friend. And I'm really trying to ensure that I can bring my attention back to my house and away from people. Because they really did hurt me. But that's my issue, my feelings that I get to process on my own. I'm not going to hold anybody accountable for them. Nobody owes me anything. And even if I was completely wrong, I'll accept it. I'm going to be honest and say that this, again, I don't feel like this is truly what I wanted to say in this episode. I've written it down a few times and it just keeps changing. I'm ready for somebody to come in and wanna be with me as my friend. I don't want somebody to come in with the intention that they're gonna be my man. I'm not interested. I am waiting for my dark Lord to come in. And I am very happy because I've taken this image of the man that I believe that I am going to end up with and I'm putting it into a story and it's going to be something that I get to have all to myself. It's just... It's a story and it's a romance story. And I'm gonna take the image of what I see, what I know this character to be. 
And that's where I'm going to create it. And his name is Cage. Cage. I, I probably did a lot of rambling and I'm fairly certain nobody made it this far and that's okay. <laughs> like I said, I don't think that I did what I intended to do with this episode. I really feel like it ended up being a, a little bit of a long vent session, which is also a good thing. I'm going to have more of these because I'm not going to always have a guest. I'm not going to always be able to find somebody who's going to want to come sit with me. And I'm not going to just throw somebody into the seat. I truly am here for a reason now. I'm here to challenge. I'm here to be challenged. I'm here to find my dark Lord. I am okay with the dark. I shouldn't be judged for it. You, you in the general sense, let me clarify. Look up for your answers. I'm looking within and I'm also looking down. And if you hear that and you think that I'm talking about being a Satan worshiper, you definitely are listening to the wrong show because in no way is that what I mean. However, I don't worship. I'm worshiped. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But it's very important that when speaking with me, you have an open mind because I talk in pictures and my end goal is love. I am ready. I am definitely ready to be that wife to the right person to allow them to come in and lead me that I would move with them when they said move questioning them only once we arrived or along the way give me a chance before you judge me Listen to what I'm trying to say and not the words that I'm saying because I'm going to use the wrong ones because it makes sense in my head doesn't mean it's going to make sense in everybody else's. And if I say something offensive, let me know. Don't just attack me. That's not healthy. That's not going to get us anywhere. I was attacked today because I was disagreeing about stocks. Like for real, stocks and weed. Come on. There's bigger, there's bigger things going on. But that's why I say that I am a demon. To bring that back full circle. Yes, my demon is love. I am a demon as I am a reflection and I tend to ruffle a lot of feathers even when I'm not even there to fight. I can just smile and be like, boom, you are here to fight. And that's not true. <laughs> I'm learning to appreciate the beauty in the smaller things in order to capture my attention. It's going to be those smaller things and it's going to have to be with intent. I'm not accepting what I've accepted in the past. I won't be manipulated. I won't be placed on a shelf. 
I won't be told, just be patient. I just, I just going through something. Absolutely not. I can work with you. I can give space. I can do a lot of things. I will no longer accept disrespect. And I was highly disrespected. And even though my human self says I am due an apology, I'm not. Nobody owes me an apology because these are my feelings and I will work through them. Everything we do has a purpose. It's up to us to find it. I say I know what my purpose is. I'm lying. I'm just wanting to not be alone. <laughs> I really don't like being alone. And I really don't like being manipulated and lied to. And that's what's happened on multiple fronts. And because I can't really go into detail about it, it's probably gonna be a good plot line within the story I'm creating. Because what people don't understand is it's very likely to be talking to the same person in two different bodies. And I got to experience that. Two different ends of a spectrum, but the same. And it's been an experience that I wouldn't change. But I am going to try to keep my solo shows to 30 minutes as I'm approaching 45 minutes on this one. But I think I just really needed to get this out and I really needed to share it without crying. I needed to allow myself to express what I've been experiencing in my own way without all the emotion because I really have been working to separate it. And I know that the stories are not yet done. There's still more to come. I just don't know which version of me that that storyline is going to get because I have a voice now. And even if you have authority, I get to talk to. I get to make it about me just as much as anybody else gets to make it about them. And if we cannot have that even exchange of energy, well, then I'm going to be an angry goddess. And you don't want me angry. My whole girlfriend. I was told that my character is Orihime from the Bleach anime. I would just like to express that I'm there. My emotions can be both a shield and a weapon. They can help or they can hurt. They also are unconditional. And if I say it, I love you, I mean it. And that's kind of a catch, right? Because it's in my, my little catch at the end of the show. It's not the same. When I say I trust you, I mean it. And I've only said that to one person. And right now reality is giving me a smooth kick in the butt, but I'm gonna stay the course because I trust in the person. 
Love is unconditional. People aren't. We have a right to set boundaries and we have a right to put ourselves first. We are here to learn how to live for ourselves while building a community of others. We currently carry a mindset that we are building a community and then we'll love ourselves. I no longer subscribe. You are valuable just the way you are. And if people can't see that, that's something they should take up with their demons because those aren't for you to carry. We cannot be responsible for others, only ourselves. It's time that we step up to the plate. I don't like that reference. I don't even like sports. But recognize and give ourselves permission to forgive ourselves for what we've lived through and the mercy to understand we did what we had to do to survive. You are not your thoughts. You are not your past. And you have the right to rebuild who you are on your terms. It doesn't matter what other people say. Trust in yourself, in your gut, in the ability to know that ultimately it's for a greater purpose, even if we can't see it yet. Sometimes reality is going to give you the worst situations. Everything is going to be falling apart. You're, you're going to lose your job, your house, your car. Everything is going to be falling apart. Except for you. Because that is all expendable. You are not. You matter. And that is what a compassion warrior is going to do. Compassion Warrior is going to let you know how much you are important, how much you should believe in yourself, how much you should love yourself, and at the same time, F everybody else. Respectfully. We can do it and still be considerate. But it's time. A shift is coming. It's here. A shift has happened. We'll get there. <laughs> A shift has happened. A lot is going to look different this year. Everything that most have gotten used to is going to change. Be comfortable in who you are and know that the change is intentional. Don't fight it. Ride it like the roller coaster. Because once you reach your destination, you are going to be a much better version of yourself, which is going to get you that job, that girl, that guy, whatever it is that you're wanting. We speak on manifesting. In a manifestation, you're placing your faith into the universe, saying that this is what you would like to happen. Change the script. Believe in yourself. And then everything else will fall in line slowly, not on your time, in its time. And that's important for everybody to remember. I'm stepping into a new season of me, which means I'm going to be even more foo-foo-y. <laughs> the depth of my understanding is definitely something that I am willing to explore. I am different now. What I accepted, I won't. Let's have a conversation. Do you have demons? Are you able to break bread with them? Can you invite them over for a Saturday brunch? You should be able to. They're not all bad. Many of the demons that you carry are there to protect you. 
It's okay to be nice to those. You can expel the rest, but we'll get there. The demon is me. I'm a pretty cute demon though. And I really do come from a genuine space and I want everybody to be happy. And as it relates to, you know, closer to home, I want everybody to be happy, even if it means that I'm not getting what I want. Because that's what love is all about. Okay, I swear, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> if you listen to this, I appreciate you. This is 51 minutes of me rambling. And I have no idea exactly what I said. So when I listen to this back, it's probably going to be a surprise to me as well. <laughs> if you would like to support the podcast, please donate to my cash app, Goddess to a Demon, with the number two. I am on Venmo, Venmo, <laughs> Goddess to a Demon. I also have a PayPal me, which is just the call girl, uh, call girl. Oh, my goodness. No, the call letters for not just a sorority girl. See what I did there? I mixed it all up. <laughs> However, there are links in the bio that you can contribute. If you would like to purchase a signature scent from my Pure Romance site, that link is also available in the bio. It is the love story. It is an amber and vanilla scent, and it is the best to the point. It's right here at my desk. I I am absolutely in love with this scent and it goes along perfectly with my storyline. If you are having a bad day and you need somebody to send you a message with a little bit of light and love, send me an email at notjustasororitygirl.com. Nope. Oh my gosh. Don't listen to me, not just a sorority girl at gmail.com. <laughs> it's the end of the day. It's been a long day. Don't judge me. And if you're judging me, that's okay. I still, I still adore you. And I'm still happy that you're here. Thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. And be nice. It's easy. Mwah. <laughs> words and harsh truths you got issues i got issues we all do